So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Turn 5 podcast. Uh, this week we are down Chris because he woke up from an unexplained nap and yet hasn't come on the podcast. Week. Uh, exactly. That's a two-point deduction on your predictions this week, mate. Yeah, he needs to get practicing on his but, nap time. But you know what that means? He also doesn't listen to the podcast, so he's not going to know about it. So we're also going to give him two points on his license. Just because we can. Hmm. Um, yes, this week we're talking about the Brazil predictions and the latest news, because that's that's all we've got to talk about. There wasn't a race, so it's it's a bit of a slow week, this one. Um, let's let's start with the, the, the news. Uh, Vegas had a launch party to commemorate wow. the, the going ahead of next year's race and... They 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 painted the start finish line, uh, and they painted it wrong because they're geniuses. Um, yeah, you can see it on Instagram if you go on to uh, I think his name's Kim Ilman. He's a photographer from the paddock. It's it's like the second one, the second photo. So you have to swipe across to see it, but you can very clearly see that someone did it wrong. <laughs> which I think is hilarious uh, and just kind of goes to show why Vegas shouldn't have a race. <laughs> uh, in, in the other areas of the party, Crofty was doing his best British bias. Um, that was, that was out in absolute full force. Um, yeah. Not a lot else happened. Underglow on Formula One cars though, Looks quite good. I think they should add that to night races. Why? It looks good. It looks sick. Did you not see the video I shared? Yeah, it looks sick. I think that would look great. It might work better. Like imagine Hass. They just have white underglow. That would be amazing. What colour? Would it just be the colour they have for, like, the little strip and the leaderboard? It could be... I think it would just be, like, their predominant livery colour sort of thing. Because, like, Mercedes... Yeah. Actually, no, because Mercedes had that, like, like that nice neon, neon yeah. bluey-green thing. Yeah. It probably would be just the colours. Yeah, like probably. Turquoise. Turquoise is the term. Teal. Bluey-green. <laughs> actually, it's teal. It's the colour of my yeah. towel. <laughs> uh, I thought that was bluey green. Oh no, man, that's no, greeny it's, blue. It's, it's, it's turquoise. Teal is quite dark. Turquoise yeah. is the lighter. Well, I suppose it depends on how bright they've got the lights turned up. Then, did it? But I guess I mean Ferrari because we can. Um, <laughs> I mean Ferrari is pretty obviously like bright red. Alfa Romeo would be like the darker sort of burgundy be. they've got burgundy, burgundy. Yeah. green would be aston martins would be like british racing green or maybe because they the use that green. that that lime green oh, accenting yeah. so maybe that would be it i think red bulls would probably be the most difficult one red probably i guess Yellow? it could be like the, they want. The, the gold of their yeah maybe max would run gold because he's the champion I, I think they'd have to have them both oh. the same color yeah you could just have like the dutch flag or <laughs> <laughs> just like the light strip yeah. with the lights um, I mean obviously Hass would Hass would be white. Um Toro Russell would have been a good one because like that bright blue would have been nice. 
Well, I mean, they're Alpha Towering now. They still yeah, have that sort of... Yeah, they're the more of a darker also, blue, isn't it? Yeah, the Toro Rosso bright blue mm. would be very nice. I think that's probably what Williams would end up with now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, so everyone? I think that's everyone. Alpine, they'd have to have a slightly pink. lighter blue than, yeah. than Williams. Little pink. McLaren would have orange. McLaren, yeah, and McLaren would just have their yeah. papaya colour, so... Like some of the teams are very self-explanatory, you know, like Ferrari, McLaren, Haas. They're, they're very much, this is the livery, this is the colour. But, and I mean, to get around the whole, our oh, teams would like, you know, because obviously any new component teams would look to like get a thing up. Some components have been uh, locked development-wise, so they're, they're fixed, so you can't change them there. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, I'm I'm pulling a blank here. Anyone anyone going to dig me out of my hole? Uh, term of it being fixed, <sighs> so you can't change it. No, it's like it's in, it's in the regulations. You know, there's a per, there's a certain term for it, but I don't know. Um, but you can just the the FIA could provide the teams with a kit, and it's like you equip this to your car in this fashion so that it works, because it would just go along. Yes, sort of, maybe, not quite. Um, but it would just go along like the edge of the floor skirt, wouldn't it? Like, it's a pretty simple fix. I mean, some teams would claim, ah, oh, it's just going to interfere with the aero. And it's like every other team has to fit it as well. So you're all in the same boat. So, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that would look cool at the night races. Um, but very much in the same probably in the same boat as like the the led wheel covers that were discussed of it's probably just a gimmick yeah but i think this would be more sustainable in terms of it would still look good no matter what in terms of instead of being like a bit of more of a gimmicky it's got the lap counter on the wheel cover mm. you know it's just it's it doesn't do much it's just an aesthetic addition rather than what they were saying with the wheel covers of like you can either have like the team's logo on it or the lap counter or it's a yellow flag you know it's just like it's just one solid color yeah i mean I, don't get me wrong i like what teams have done with the non-led wheel hubs like i mean i know team most teams haven't done much uh mclaren and alfa romeo are the real They've actually done something with it. I'll just have white and burgundy, don't they? Yeah, they've got the yeah, yeah. they've got they've got their two tone sort of. It looks almost like a camera shutter sort of design, but at least they did something with it, you know. And McLaren have just plastered a sponsor. Have <laughs> that. Hey, it's free real estate, right? I, yeah. you've got a you've got a space. Why not hire out a sponsor for it? You know, <laughs> easy money. So. Still, I think it looks all right. Um, but yeah, I, I think night races, that'd be kind of a cool addition. Um, someone brought up the point of the actual night races are lit up significantly more than the Vegas event was. So maybe you'd need more powerful underglow. I don't really know. It, it'd be something you'd probably have to test. But... Um, Test it. Give it a go, you know? Knock yourself yeah, out. Was, 
that mean having to do are oh, they they're doing like practice or whatever wouldn't they we could do it at the end of season or at the pre-season yeah but it'd be dark hmm prep for fp2 bahrain that's yeah, how they, dark, they do it? yeah there's like dusks then in there yeah they give you an idea because it's under the under the lights so still we'll see it probably won't ever happen no because since when did anything I ask of like Formula One actually happen? Things I ask the FIA seem to be happening, but you know, Formula One, nah, not yet. No, ask the FIA then. True. Just make them pull pull their leg. Yeah. Um, Give us underglow for no reason, other than it looks good. Why have we got wheel covers? Oh, it's to, it's to do with the turbulent wake of the wheels. Oh, right, yeah. They look... It's broken! <laughs> they, look, they look bad because the teams haven't actually done anything with them. Yeah, but if they just got rid of the wheel cover, the wheel just looks so much better anyway. I want to see the... Is it spokes of the wheel, is it? Yeah, yeah, spokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so in other news, and slightly, I don't know, weird yet unexpected news, Stoffel van Dorn has signed with Aston Martin as a reserve driver. Um, he was, of course, one of Mercedes' reserve drivers. Was also in Formula E? Yes. yes. He's the reigning Formula E world champion. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I'd heard his name somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, he's just um, saying it every two minutes. Oh, yeah. Stoffel van Dorn, you are the world champion of yeah. hairdryers. Um, so, I mean, that's another one that Mercedes have lost, quote-unquote, in the last couple of weeks, Nick DeVries being the other. Um, I don't know. What, what, what do we think? I mean, he was a reserve driver for one team. Now he's a reserve driver for another team. Does it particularly do anything? Is it so um, that he can be a mentor for Felipe Dragovic, who's now in Aston Martin's Driver Academy? Does someone in their Driver Academy really want to be learning from an F1 dropout? Yeah, um, I think, like, Aston Martin have, you know, copied from Mercedes before, so why not do it again? Take their old drivers. Copy yeah. their car and lick their drivers, yeah. 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 Of course, this this feeds the rumor mill that you know Danny Rick's looking for a reserve seat or whatever to keep his like foot in the door at some teams. And oh look, Mercedes now have a reserve seat. And oh, so yeah, obviously the rumor mill's been going bananas for that. Um, I don't know. I, I I want to see him around. I don't know if he'd particularly want to be reserve at Mercedes or whatever. Hey, who knows? Maybe if he gets paid enough, he'll quite happily just sit there and smile at the cameras for FP1. Yeah. So, like, would he even be doing that much? Because he can't do the rookie testing thing that they've got now, can he? Hell, he's on like the wow. longest consecutive start streak that's currently ongoing. <laughs> if you look Go at Alonso the got to do the rookie test. No, no, no. That was the uh, young. That was the young driver test at the end of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about FP1 sessions where they have to run a rookie in each car. 
We could do the test behind the scenes. Yeah. That Lewis wouldn't want to do. True. Cold Wednesday morning at Silverstone. Yeah. Followed from a cold Tuesday night at Stoke. You don't want to do that one. No, you definitely don't want to do that. Um, I mean, there hasn't really been a lot of news other than that, has there? Um, Vettel's, Vettel's doing a competition where you can have your face on his helmet. For, for his last race. Yeah, it's an auction, I think, as well. Yeah, it is. And yeah. somebody's bid, like, nine billion or something. Nine hundred billion or whatever. I just... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's I obviously going to bounce that. because nobody's going to afford that. Um, See, that like, it costs, like, the helmet itself. Just buy the helmet, mate, instead of bid nine billion just to get your face on it. Can you, Google, can you offer to translate this page for me? Thank you. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, we should say that the, the competition, the auction is to raise money for his environmental projects. So it's not just like, let's raise money, you know. Let's raise men. Let's <laughs> Okay, a lot of the current bids I'm seeing are 65, 66 euros, but they're probably all like, Okay, here we go. <laughs> 58,000 for picture oh. 476. Oh. <laughs> oh. Picture 69, 50 grand. Wait, you found more? I've gone on, mine's 58 filtered. grand. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I've got, 58,000 euros. 50,000 euros for, for, for number 69, though. <laughs> there you go, I can bid. 60 grand. <laughs> Let's raise the stakes. I, I want to bid 69,000. <laughs> I can't afford that. Wait, is, is that? Oh, no, that's 65. But it's picture 267. Yeah, I need a map of the helmet to know where my face is going to be. Yeah. So, anyway, you can bid to have your face on Seb's helmet. Um, varies from reasonably cheap 65 euros all the way up to 58,000 euros um i can imagine that probably by the end of the bidding which has only got a couple of days left uh by this goes by the time this goes out probably only a day and a an hour or so um i can imagine that the bidding would end up mostly towards the higher end of things uh, i'm well, sure ends, ends on the 10th so yeah. on thursday yeah, um, but I can imagine there's a fair few Formula One power fans with enough in their pockets to bid a significant amount to put it on his helmet. But it's all going to a good cause, so I can't complain too much, even if I did want my face on there. Um, yeah, it is what you got to do. <laughs> Sell my soul and or a <laughs> yeah. kidney. You need what one fun? kidney anyway. Yeah, I could sell my soul to get my helmet on, uh, my face on the helmet, and then sell my kidney just for some extra. <laughs> yeah, you can sell your soul to get your helmet on the helmet. Yep, yep. I'm going to have a whole helmet on the helmet. Uh. Hey, don't take it that way. No, no, that's, oh, dude, no. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have the Brazilian Grand Prix. Well, actually, is it Brazil? That's the thing. Because on the, on the website, Paulo. 
Yeah, it's see, Brazil. Yeah, it's Brazil. It says Brazil, but the name of the Grand Prix is the Grande Premio de Sao Paulo. So it's the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, but it's Brazil. Um, good, good, good stuff. Um, it's probably just going to come up as they'll have to introduce it as Sao Paulo, won't they? Surely. Crofty's gonna watch Crofty call it Brazil now. It's gonna be it's gonna uh, be. Crofty will call it the Lewis Hamilton Grand Prix. Oh yeah, definitely. So. After his amazing performance last year. Wow, wow. Uh definitely not because he had a fresh engine and everyone else was in engine saving mode. No. And he wasn't in a vastly superior car to the rest of the field or anything. No. <clears throat> Anywho, it's the return of F1 Sprint, which means that qualifying is on a Friday evening. We have a probable half an hour to 45 minutes of racing on Saturday evening and then the full Grand Prix on Sunday. Um, how do we feel about the fact that Sprint's at Brazil again, given that the other two were changed up earlier in the year? Why did they change it? I think if we're going to have Sprint and it's a... Uh, at a limited number of races we should change it up on the proviso that it never happens at monaco yeah. because Beep. That. um but yeah i mean like they changed the other two earlier in the year and monza was okay and silverstone was eh from last year and now and it's just like i think brazil only got a pass because lewis hamilton was at the back yeah, that's the only. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, it was amazing because there was actually some overtaking because there was a car out of position. If we're if we're not going to sugarcoat it, you know. I think just to make the make some appeal of sprint races, just make it different, way, different races every year. So then you've got like never tried a sprint race at this track before. We'll see what it's like. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It. I, yeah that's like if you i feel like they took the the feedback of oh yeah the sprints were in silverstone and monza i feel like they took that as like oh it's it's always going to be here whereas they took like that one feedback of brazil like, oh my god it was actually okay and we're like okay keep it here keep it here. but like it was just a one-off thing like there's no guarantees that sprint would be at monza this year or silverstone this year like, we have bad races at good circuits with reasonable frequency, you know? Like, Suzuka is usually a, a all-right racetrack, but we had a bad Grand Prix there this year. Doesn't mean it's not going to appear on the calendar next year, does it? Like, I think they were a bit too quick to judge it, especially considering they're adding more anyway. Like, yeah, sure, if you want to if you want to try different circuits, do it, but, like, do it for all of them. I think, yeah, I think for, like, the first couple of years like the trialing of it do it different circuits see which ones work best uh, but like obviously you, it, there's one like the one off here that Lewis was out of position so yeah but like the ones that generally had the best feedback and if you are going to implement them do them in those ones or like, mix it up every year yeah or at least look at the look at the actual like sprint races statistically and remove the anomalous results of hey lewis hamilton was at the back so yes 
there might have been six overtake. No, like he got up to what tenth and then got five place group penalty or something, didn't he? Um, yeah. So there might have been like nine overtakes, but he was out of position in the first place. So let's take those nine overtakes out and see how many overtakes there actually were. And oh look, it's only like three. And let's look at let's compare it to Monza. Oh look, there was four. And let's compare it to Silverstone. And oh look, there was two. Like you know, it's you can't base everything off one one little part of what was occurring um if you ask the mclaren fans like yeah 2021 monza sprint race was great <laughs> the, the the drivers jumped up a couple of positions and then bottas got an engine penalty and was sent to the back of the grid so danny rick started on the front row like it was fantastic but that's just one team's perspective you know yeah that kind of an anomaly as well yeah so uh, i'm i feel like they should have changed it for all three and now next year we're going to have six and what's the bet brazil's going to be one of them most likely definitely Uh, i'm still not bought on sprint races i just don't i don't like the fact it sets up the grid for the race Mm. i it's still like as much as they're giving out points for it, I still feel like they're still holding back somewhat from properly, properly going for it. Yeah, I feel like they 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 improved it from last year by increasing the incentives in terms of the points on offer, which was the general feedback. So they listened, good. They improved, fine. But I don't think they took it far enough. Look at the lower form. I think we've said this um, a few occasions before. The lower formula have got it right. Field teams. Just just reverse grid it. Yeah, I think they should do like quali for sprint, then for the actual race. But in order to, yeah, in order to actually get the reverse grids to work and not just make teams get into q3 and then not set a time you need to add bigger incentives because then the midfield teams will actually go and try and hold that position to get those points whereas the the top teams will be trying to get the grid position for sunday yeah like have it so that quali sets the sprint grid but the top 10 is flipped and then the result of the sprint is the grid, but more points. How do they do it in F two? Is it like so in F two? Quali is the sprint, but top ten flipped. Is it? Yeah. Or so quali se- quali sets feature race and sprint race, but the top ten are flipped in the sprint. So the sprint race result has no bearing. Top on, or is that Formula 3? Formula 3 is top 12, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the sprint race result has no bearing on um, the, uh, the feature race starting grid. Whereas if they want to make it so that the sprint race is... The, the sprint race result is the start grid, then you need to do it... You need to have a reverse somewhere, you know, to make it more... To, to Just to make more action... I know we talk about adding action for the sake of action and just gimmicks and whatever, but 
it's just they're holding back because their their mindset isn't on the sprint race. Their mindset is on the full points of the Grand Prix. So if, if we have like Burber Squid in the sprint race, the midfield teams are going to go for it more because they want the top points and they're going to be there to get the top points. Like, like the top teams are going to be like towards the back, well, towards the middle. They're going to be so in the mid pack. So it's going to be a risk for them. Yeah. But, yeah. So well, they would be trying, but like. But like, imagine how much Alpine and McLaren would be fighting over it. Because there's only seven points between them at the minute. Imagine how much they'd be fighting over, like, 15 points for a sprint race win. As against the thing, eight. The only thing with the sprint race thing is if you flip the top ten in quality, could you see teams purposely not go out in, like, Q3 just to get 10th place to be sprint race pole? I mean... No, because that'll be yeah, the pole position for the future race. You you could see that, yeah. Um, that is the risk, but you'd have to you'd probably see penalize them basically. Yeah. And say if you can't produce evidence that your car had a fault and you didn't set a time. Yeah, then you'd probably uh, but then again, you like just go out and they'd just go out and set like a mediocre time, wouldn't they? And say, yeah. Oh, look, I had a wobble of oversteer. I think you'd get more of the midfield doing that to get the pole yeah. first in the sprint. And then you get top teams wanting to get pole for the feature race because they yeah. can sustain that pole. Yeah, definitely like uh, Alpine, McLaren, Aston Martin, yeah. Alvatari. Yeah, so if we said, okay, so let's do it exactly like Formula 2 does it in terms of quality sets the grid for both, but only the feature race, uh, the sprint race is flipped. Yeah. Sure, that works. Then everyone knows that they've got a position on Sunday's grid sorted, so they can give it the full beans on Saturday. But I think that's probably why they haven't Formula One haven't done that because they want to differentiate from the feeder series. No, they want to. The wording was they don't want to detract from the spectacle of the Grand Prix. They don't want to undermine it. It's like don't if you're not look at the other series. Everyone knows that the main race is the feature race. But but at the same time, the the sprint race is a good way to get points. And it's an opportunity for other drivers who might not always get points. If they don't want to undermine the race, why have the sprint race in the first place? (laughs) Because money. That's why. Was it for like trying to get the cars on the track for longer? Yeah. Wasn't that thing? Yeah. But in reality, aren't they on track for less time now? Because you've only got FP1 qualifying, FP2 sprint race. And the sprint is shorter than FP3. So (laughs) isn't that less time on track? Just saying. Just saying. So... I feel like the, the way things work within the paddock is wrong. But I, like teams get a say in what happens, like in terms of reverse grids. Like there was nine teams that wanted to do it, but one team didn't. <coughs> Mercedes. Um, I feel like that's wrong. I don't think that the team should have a say. The Premier League don't really get a say in what goes on, do they? They have, sure, they have. <laughs> Unless they, it's the Super League. <laughs> okay, yeah. They, they have an input, but they don't get the final say 
they that's what they the difference their, is. They can yeah. give their opinion. The problem is the teams have the final just... say, and that's wrong. Yeah. Formula One should have the final say, not the teams. It depends, depends what it's on. Like, they can do the vote on, like, who wants to do this, who doesn't. Whether they listen to it is a different question, but they can see... I like, think they should give the teams a vote on what tracks they want to go to. I think that's a great idea. Watch Red Bull like, pick all the street circuits. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go to Qatar? Every team. No. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, no, Alpine, Alpine no. would say yes, because Alonso got a podium. Uh, They'd be the only one saying yes. Who wants to go to Jeddah? No one. No. <laughs> Who wants to go to Monaco? <laughs> Everyone. Uh, because they're yes. contractually obligated to say yes. Who wants to go to Miami? No one. Everyone, because they're equally contractually <laughs> obligated to say yes. Oh, but anyway. Uh, yeah. We're not contractually obligated to say anything. Yeah. Except for one. Except for our predictions. So Ben. Pole well, this winner. isn't in my contract. <laughs> it is now. On a pay rise. Give us <laughs> I want to pay. You're getting paid? <laughs> How much work do you do for this? <laughs> hey, I've Put in time and effort on my that, recent project. That, he's uh, I'm going to take well. over an episode at the end of the year, and it's going to be the best episode we've ever Broken. done. I think has is Ben the only person who's given in money to the podcast for the will. Thank you. I have I have spent money on this, but not to like get people on. I have just spent money on equipment. Us two, <laughs> us two are carrying this. Yes, mm, that's a very nice microphone there, Nia. I wonder where you got that from. It looks awfully like my old one. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably like Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, okay, sprint win. Verstappen. Verstappen. Have that, Crofty, have that. He's been robbed of the sprint win. <laughs> uh, podium. Verstappen, Hamilton, Leclerc. Nia. Uh, Paul Hamilton. Sprint win. Hamilton. Podium. Verstappen. He's been robbed of the sprint win. <laughs> Verstappen. Russell Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, second place as well. I'm going Verstappen pole, Verstappen sprint win, Verstappen Hamilton science for the podium. That's a risky one, but science usually goes well in Brazil? Question mark. I think he does. Yeah. Well, he went from what was it P19 to P3? Yeah. 2019. So. I can dream. Um, bold prediction, Nia. Hmm. Forgot about this one. Um, <laughs> it happens every week. <laughs> you'd have thought you'd have learnt by now, then, if it happens every week. It's me. I'm always surprised. True. 
Um, last lap incident. Ooh, okay. Ben. Uh, Verstappen makes Crofty cry. Am I getting away with that? Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I'm going to go for Carlos Sainz to gain four positions during the race. And that's in the Grand Prix, not in the sprint as well. Like just the Grand Prix. Mine's okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he has a decent qualifying, but has an engine penalty of some description. So then has to climb back up. That's what's gonna happen. My Chris, the feature race per se. Chris has gone for everyone to have an incident on lap one. No, Chris has gone for no lap one incident. <laughs> and uh, can you can you spot Chris's Chris's bias in his predictions of Verstappen pole, Hamilton sprint race win, uh... Hamilton Verstappen Russell podium? He's also been docked two points for not being here and received two points on his license, which we did cover at the start. But I'm just, <laughs> just reiterating. It's the Mercedes way. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful of them these days. Oh, no, exactly. Uh, lap down showdown. Chris has gone for Latifi, lap 26, and two laps down. Nia, I, I know you weren't here, but congrats. You did get Latifi 25 and two last time. So well done on that. It finally paid off. So what do you want to say? Yeah. Uh, just for Again. reference. Uh, okay. There are 71 laps, is what I was going to say, but never Same mind. <laughs> ben? Uh, Latifi, 25 and one lap down. Oh. Wow, that's bold. That is... <laughs> um, I'm going to say Lancelot Strolovich. Uh, lap 28. Two laps down. Amazing. If it is 25 or one, I'm going to be ecstatic. You'll be the only... You're, you're, I suppose he'll be quite happy that you only finished one lap down. <laughs> Wait! The <laughs> uh, <laughs> good performance for him. I mean, yeah, that is probably a record for the year. <laughs> um, well, he got P9, didn't he? Was it P9? Or P10? True, I'm pretty sure he was still a lap down there. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably the last one to finish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Uh, Singapore, no, Japan. Yeah, when when it was yeah, P9. and we didn't actually get a proper race. <clears throat> um, that about yeah. wraps it up for this week's episode. Join us next week where we'll be discussing the Brazilian slash Sao Paulo Grand Prix and making our predictions ahead of the season finale in Abu Dhabi. Uh, thank you for thank you for for watching listening uh give us a like rate five stars give us a follow drop a comment say hi hit that bell button to let us know when a video goes out and we'll, to let you know yeah us royal myself included because i'm gonna ding the bell um 
I know when a video is going out because it's when I say so. Usually say so. Usually being the key word. <laughs> yeah. uh, but until next time, thank you and goodbye.